Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, guys? Welcome to a new podcast here on the Psycho and Fanatic Podcast Network. It's becoming a bit of a weekly deal on Saturday nights. Bloom moseys on over to the home office here in Bondurant, and we crack open a bottle of bourbon we podcast uh we are presented as always by our friends at a plus lawn and landscape today i mowed for the first time this year how'd it go i just took the top off you know i didn't it didn't it did need it i was surprised i took the blades all the way to the top and i was surprised how much i got off okay but no it was uh it was good yeah it needed it you know it was refreshing to get out there and cut some grass. Uh, mower ran great. You with, get the, the, I got the sharpen sharp lube. lube. Yep, and they're still doing that at A plus. So uh, yeah, things are well. How uh, how's the how's everything at the Bloom Homestead? Hanging in there, hanging in there. Was this week four, five? Yeah, I don't know. I woke up it feels today like, and uh, I literally six months. I had no idea what it was. I've just it, it. This is literally the movie Groundhog Day. Yeah, it it was like what day is it again? Yeah, it is. But, you know, we're getting by one day at a time. Um, Bourbon is helping. Shout out to my guy Perry uh, from Osage. Perry from Osage. He's a longtime Cyclone fanatic. And Perry, I know I owe you an email if you're getting this, but I obviously did get your email because he, he's a whiskey head like I am. Yeah. And he sent me an email this week about this new wild turkey bourbon called Long Branch. And it's really good. I went out and bought a bottle last night on my way home. I, I, I went and got some meat that I was going to smoke today. And, and it was actually on sale. And I was like, wow. Because I, I was specifically looking for it because Perry told me about this. And it's pretty good. I'll echo. You like it? I mean, you told me what the price was. Yeah, it's the, not the, bad. The, the really good for the like price. Like a $39 yeah. bottle of I would it's not absolutely bad. invest in one of these. So we'll be sipping on that throughout the podcast here tonight. Um, we like to tell you when we're recording. This one will not get dated. It, well, it shouldn't. But uh, about 9 o'clock, 
is when we're starting this. On Saturday night. Yep, here on a Saturday night. So even if you're driving to work on Monday, you'll be fine. We're not going right. to do a lot um, that, will, you that could be timely. Could pull in a couple transfers Sunday. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> I'm going to take... Um, I'm going to take my chances that that's not going to happen. I, I actually, and we'll get into, we, we opened up some questions. Yeah, there were a lot of good questions. Yeah, on the on the Twitter and Blooms. You were getting texts? I was getting texts. Jeez. My guy Brant in Atlanta sent me Oh, like, Brant. Love Brant. Yep. He sent me like four. They were like beyond um, quarantine podcast quality. They're almost summer series quality. Oh, wow. So I well, by the way, uh, friends at Sue Cup, we're in. Nice. Yeah. The summer series will be back for the, uh, what, fifth consecutive year? Sixth. Sixth consecutive we'll year. We'll start in 15. 15 yeah. Sixth. Wow. Third Thank year with Suka. Suka. Awesome. But I got, I mean, they were, I mean, these are some loaded. Do we need to save them? Probably. Probably do. I think we could mention one of them. Okay. Uh, but they're good. So it was fun to get a couple texts from friends. Okay. I actually, so today, I had a good day. I smoked some ribs and made some burn-ins from our friends at Iowa pork, of yep. course. And, um, I took my daughter, she has one of those little miniature cars right on, uh, that my dad got her a couple years ago. She's finally like old enough where she really understands like, you know, what the gas is and you know, how to like shift it and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So we took her out to the high school and just let her cruise for awesome. half hour. And she, she loved it. Future go-kart driver. Yeah, did that. Washed the truck today. And then I was like, I want I'm I need some clones. And you know my DVR, it's saved. I save every like game that I like. If I if I find it to be an intriguing game or if it's a game yeah, that I think that year, I'm gonna years worth. Oh yeah, I've got games that are five years old on that yeah. thing right now. Yep. And I went back and watched the 2017 Liberty Bowl. <laughs> because why not? What else is there to do right now? Couple takeaways. You know what's funny? Just before, because yeah, I think go, I think that you've really good takeaways. The problem I have with watching old games, <laughs> and not not Iowa State related. Like today, I caught myself watching again. This is we're in quarantine boredom here. Um, the 2016 third round of the Heritage Golf Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was bad. I watched Holyfield Foreman today. Ah, see, I would have a better option. It was on. I'm like, and then, oh, I, and then did. over lunch, I turned on 2001 WrestleMania <laughs> because Cameron, I'm so sick of her talking about John Cena. So I told the her, glory days. I said, I'm going to show you the rock <laughs> and stone cold. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden, Bloom, they're just bleeding everywhere. <laughs> And she's terrified. She's never seen WWE with blood. The old school stuff. Okay, so you're watching the Heritage. The, but you, I, from I watched, yeah. But the problem is, you watch this old stuff, and it's one thing. You're like, oh, that's kind of fun to remember that person. So I was like, I need to know. I don't remember who won the 2016 Heritage. So I, it's kind of I new. have to Google it though. Like I can't stop myself. Uh, and yeah. It's a problem, and it ruins it. Yeah. I, I, I've it's totally like if understand. you see the future, if you if if you were from the future and you came back to modern times, it'd be horrible to watch sports because you know who would won. Now you could make a lot of money off it. Yeah, I'm doing anyway. that with this show. I've been watching the show on history. I actually to any of our listeners, if you're, if, I almost tweeted this out the other night. I should have. I want to see if anybody else is watching it too. It's called the um, the Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Never heard. It's a series on history. It's like three episodes in. I mean, Bloom, this this deal, 
Wild. But it's put it it's blowing my mind. But I can't Is it real? Yeah, well, yeah, like it's a real place and they've sent like real scientists there to investigate it. So basically like all this weird crap happens at this place, like cattle get mutilated. Um <laughs> like right it's just like there's this area where all like cell phones and like batteries just die, like when you get into the area. And the radiations, like Scott, it gave this one guy like a tumor in the back of his head. Like there's a lot of crazy stuff. And I can't, I can't just watch the show. Every character that they like bring on, I'm like, I got to Google you gotta this find guy. What happened to this guy? Like, yep. what's I, this guy's deal? Yep. Why, Same, you know, horrible. It's a, it's, it's just what I have to do. And it ruins it. Yeah. Like, well, it, it appears Brandon Grace won this. So what's <laughs> the point? <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> I'm watching the 2017 Liberty Bowl. Yeah. And I have a couple takeaways here. Yeah. One, uh, Tommy Tuberville is one of the all-time oh worst color commentators, maybe in sports. And I, we we don't know this because we don't, I mean, we're not watching in real time. Correct. And usually when you watch replays, same with me. I'm zip-zapping. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not there for the comments. But I, we we got that all year in 17 because uh, he did like, what, four he, games? He is so, and the, the thing is, I really like Mike Patrick. I think if yeah, I if he I did, retired now. now he was at the end of his prim, yeah. he was at the end of his career there. Yep. But I it was refreshing to hear Mike Patrick's voice, and I was like, "Damn it, Tuberville I hate Tommy Tuberville." Listening to Tommy Tuberville critique an offensive coordinator is just like comical. <laughs> like he's sitting there killing Mike Norvell. You know? Yeah, now Florida State. Yeah, like, I mean, I think an elite offensive mind. I would agree. Right? Yeah. And he's sitting there just like killing him. Here he is. He was coaching Auburn with all the talent in the world and he's putting up 17 points a game. Okay, so that was a takeaway. Two, one of the all time great atmospheres was really good. That that any like person probably listening to this podcast is like. It's very Big 12 tournament basketball feel. Like versus Kansas. Yep. Because that that stadium, yep, was fifty fifty. It was sold out. In one side was Cardinal, and the other side was blue. Do you remember that pregame? Oh, it was I, awesome. that whole week um, lived up to expectations. And we didn't really remember we had the podcast because you can go back and listen. We're like, really? Do we, you're playing Memphis. You're in Memphis. You know, is this really? You know, is this? But it was a heck of a week. And then the game was was really good, and you know what really uh, put that week up a notch is when the Memphis player, I think it was their wide receiver, was really good. Is played with the Bears. Pollard. No, Miller. Uh, Miller. 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 And then um, the Pollard too. Who's yep. he's in the NFL. He's in the NFL. Now too. But Miller turned Iowa State's helmet upside yeah. down. Yeah. And and then our boys got him back. At, yeah. Allen got at, him after the game. Yeah. But yeah. that and I remember Matt. Campbell had the quote. Oh, we're not worried about that. They were absolutely. Oh, yeah. they made made complete note of oh, that. But yeah. that that turned that week from oh, it's kind of fun to be back in a bowl game too. <laughs> All right, it's on now. My my great Campbell memory from that week was prior to that game. That's a good week. Uh, so Matt base Matt general he hates like the media anyways. He doesn't hate yes. the media, but he doesn't he's like very the, focused on he, Matt's really good and like like get him off like when he's coming off of the field. Yes. And you can ask like you put him up in like a press conference and he hates it. Yep. Like he's just not it's, it's not, not his thing. thing. And I remember the the yeah. day before the game, yeah. and there's no like questions you can ask. No. You know, like we've all uh, there's nothing to do. And 
some guy <laughs> in a suit or like whatever some is local. like, oh, coach, uh, what do you like to do with your barbecue? Do you like it rubbed or with sauce? <laughs> and Matt, like, he's just staring at the guy. He goes, sauce. <laughs> That's good. They were. I mean, if he could have like had the guy yeah, escorted out of the building, he would have. He would have. That they were super. I mean, it was a bowl game, but I they were super focused on that game. Oh yeah, like they were it was into a big it. game. Yeah, it, it really was. Um, that was a that was I, a, that was a fun week. I love the Liberty Bowl. I'd totally yeah. go back. Yeah. Um, Kyle Kemp was totally bailed out so many times in that game. You guys, you have to go, go back. back. Do you remember it was super windy? Yeah. And yeah. when that yep. field got switched, like he was throwing balls like four yards floating behind Lazard yep. and Butler. And it was like Lazard and Butler were like five inches taller than every Memphis how, corner. How good were those receivers? Oh, oh I mean, geez. that's the other thing. Mike. Well, in that game, right. you've got that four game. pros. You've got four pros. True. Good Think about that. Memphis had two. two Iowa State had two. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had David Montgomery. Yeah. That Memphis team, if you go, they have a ton of guys in the NFL. They do. A couple guys on that offensive line made it. Yep. Um, they were really good. Um, that was, you know, you could say. I mean, let me Iowa do State a was quick lucky thinking. to win that game, by the way. Well, they got bailed out by it. <laughs> I mean, we talk about the officiating yeah. negatively because, hey, yeah, but, I, I know all those. But. Go they watch got, it three years wow. later. I, that's they Kemp, got a, they got one there. Kemp threw one of the all time yeah. bad like, great bowl game passes yeah. in the third quarter of that mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. and they called a roughing the passer, and it was a terrible call. It's, and then the off. next play, Kemp throws one into the end zone. Well, actually, no they they bring in Joel Dozer who get, like loses a yard. You're on, like, the six. Yeah. And then Kemp throws it into, like, four dudes, and it gets batted around, and Lazard somehow comes up with it in the back in the end zone. He's, he was good. That was – Man. And then – but the, the, the officials missed one the other way, and that was the Iowa State argument when Montgomery fumbled, quote-unquote. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Remember that That one. would have made up for But it. I – it was – Memphis has it with that high-powered offense down one. Yeah. They just need a Jeez. field goal, and somehow Iowa State gets to stop late. That would have been like the ultimate like nut punch loss, man. Because there was, man, there was thirty thousand Iowa State fans there. Oh I mean, it man, was, I did the, it was so much the fun. The couple days on Beale Street beforehand were the, just fantastic. The Jerry the King Waller basement party. <laughs> Longtime personal friend. Um, so I mean, what a great it's fun week. to think about two and a half years later because when you're in the moment, you're like. You don't really appreciate it, and then did you ever come to the house that I no I never Airbnb did no for... I see I was uh, I was holed up at the Peabody with <laughs> oh, the rest of rough the... <laughs> jeez you you're no high so flu. we had well I swear to you this is what's funny because it's perfect for uh, our relationship here <laughs> you were doing the Jerry the King Lawler uh, basement party yeah I don't know where and this I was <laughs> I was at the official bowl. <laughs> Gala that I didn't get invited, didn't get invited to. to. All the radio network yep. got invited except, except me. Chris. Um, <laughs> and the entertainment was the Temptations <laughs> in person. Well, I was having beers with Jerry the King Lawler. Yep, it, it, it was perfect. What a night that was! That was I, a good, I, I should do trip. like an oral history of that Jerry the King Lawler night. That would like that would go. Hey, but between no the guy and the present, between us having to kick the guy out who. Um, a famous, a famous um, Cyclone um, Twitter account <laughs> had drunkenly brought to this party. And this guy, this random guy 
is in the basement of Jerry the King Lawler's trying on the King's robes. We have to, because Stansberry, who was He's supposed to be on security, got too drunk. <laughs> and I don't even know what he was doing at this point. Meanwhile, my wife and I are tending bar, bar because the Randy Hales, the general manager, former ring valet for Ric Flair and Jerry the King Lawler, didn't account for the amount of Cyclone fans who would show up. Yep. He's just trusting me. And you know, he, he like, had all the bush light. Remember that? Like that was well, no, nobody. No, you so, did not. Yeah, he told me the night. So he takes me down. I start, I start, you know, because of course I'm hanging out at Jerry the King Lawler's bar. Where else would I be if I'm on Beale Street? Correct. And I start yucking it up with this guy. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you want to see something? And he takes me down like to this dungeon. And the guys I was with were like genuinely starting to get concerned because like an hour and a half comes by and I'm not back. Well, I'm down there like looking at all the king's robes and like his hats and like this guy's just feeding me beers. Yeah. And he tells me he's like, "Oh yeah, we got like ten cases of bush light coming in. We're ready." I'm like, "You are not ready." Five minutes. Yeah. Do you remember who I say you had a watch party? That's why you were there. Remember who they played? Kansas State. Yep. And that was. uh, It was a horrible, horrible, horrible horrible game. Bad night. Everybody was pissed off. But then the next day was better. Yeah. So, okay. Those are my takeaways. That was fun. Those are my takeaways. That was a, you know what? Of all the teams, if you look back at Iowa State football, I think when we reflect back whenever, five, 10 years from now, the 2017 team will be right there. Right there close with that 2000 team that broke the bull streak. Because nobody thought it was really, yeah, you know, take. I mean, they, it just, it kind of came out of nowhere. And that was a, that, I mean, think about all the things that happened that year. It was just a blast between Oklahoma and TCU plus the bowl game. Texas Tech. Texas Tech was a fun one. That was a fun game. That was just a really enjoyable football team. They beat um, Patrick Mahomes and Baker Mayfield that year. Mahomes is gone. Oh, uh, Mahomes was the year before. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Take, I take that back was, my Texas um, Tech deal. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm going to get this poll. Yeah, Texas Tech was Campbell's was, first year. It was the quarterback in 17 was Shamanic, the old Iowa quarterback. Oh, yeah, he sucked. He was not very good that day. Yeah, my bad. This is why we have Bloom here. Here with the bourbon. Um, couple things here. Did you see we were challenged on Twitter? By like Ted Flint and the Wide I Right and Natty Light guys, that. are you okay with this being my partner? As the kids say, that they, they don't want that smoke. Yeah, like you're the king. Like so, the, so our, for our listeners, we were Some basically man. challenged like a mascot, mascot like contest. trivia challenge, and I think that they're underestimating Bloom. Now, Wide Right and Natty Light has this this Jared kid, okay, who's a bit of a he's a bit of a wild card. Could, I, know, I know no, Jared, no. Yep. Good, nice same. Kind young man, um, but he's out there. So I have a feeling that he might be just eccentric enough to know these do, mascots. Do a pre- lot of homework. He's a little bit like their Connor Ferguson. Okay. I feel like he knows well, a lot about nothing. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Depending on what the questions are, if it's just straight mascots, I like my chances. Now, if this we're talking FBS level here. If you start getting into like D2 and D3, I'm not giving him any hints, but I've been preparing 35 years for this. All right. Well, I think that, you know, I told the guys, I said, we're in. 
Yeah. But I don't want anything to do with setting it up because yeah, I don't have the time for it and it, I don't have the skills. It may be internet videoed. Yeah, like they're going to stream it. Yeah, it's going to be like a live stream. Okay. Um, I also wanted to thank everybody for the great support we had this week. How did it go? Very well. Uh, we had a great... Um, you kind of knew what we were working on last week when yep. we were recording this. Um, I think that we came up with a really good package for all these things. I would agree with that. And uh, we had great support from it. Uh, to be honest with you, I really didn't get any negative responses. The only thing borderline negative I've gotten is some people are uncomfortable with like using Patreon, but it's basically, you know, it's like anything in 2020. Online it's bit, yeah. it's safe. Like it's yeah. that's why we do it. I would rather have a company. You don't like, want to be credit. I don't want to be holding card processing. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Trust me. You'd rather them have your credit card than our server. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. because that's what they do. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Largely went well. Yeah, it did. And but, I, well, I appreciate more. There's never, there's never enough in this respect because you, the, the uncertainty. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, even this week, you know, I had a lot of our partners and stuff be like, yeah, like, um, you know, well, what, what if football gets canceled? And sure. it's like, I don't know, but sure. I do know I have to pay our employees. And, you know, so, no, like, we really appreciate the the support. And I promise, like, our pro I, – I, I truly believe, Brent, that our product will be exponentially better if I'm sitting in this office working on content and not chasing around advertisers 24-7. Yep. Like, that's going to make everything we do better. And I, I appreciate I, that, and I hope you guys see that. I will say – Spent some time on the premium board the last couple of days, and it was a little refreshing, honestly. Yeah. Not, not, um, you know, some of the, some of the, what's the right word? Extracurricular folks weren't on there. So I it's get just it. kind of like you. It's more streamlined to like Iowa State conversation. Yeah, pretty much. And it, I mean, it's you, less overreaction. And, but yeah. that, but some people like that too. So, but, and you, I mean, I've, you, you provide some good, valuable info there. So, I mean, I think it's not just to support CF. I think there's a value add for people to, to subscribe to something like the premium board. So, the, I mean, it's not like you're just, yeah. you know, this is just a help fund fanatic. You're there. You, you get something out of it. The way I described it to, somebody this week with what we're doing. I mean, it's ba like you can go to Jack Trice stadium and you can buy like a general admission seat mm -hmm. or you can pay extra money for a suite or to sit in the suit cup end zone where you can drink and you can do all those other things. Like our general admission is still going to be free in everything that you've always gotten. Right. Nothing has changed. The, the podcast. Yeah. Now, but if you want, you can pay for a premium type of experience. And that's what we're going to build on. So that's the way I'm wanting to uh, look at it. Makes a lot of sense. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody. And we're, we're going to kick ass for you. I do promise that we, we're not going to be one of those people who just takes your money and forgets about it. We're going to work really hard to provide an awesome product. So thank you guys for that. Um, other than that, like there's not a lot new as far as COVID goes bloom from this week. I think that, Everybody's just kind of in wait and see mode, and that's yeah. really all you can be. I guess golf announced that they're coming back in the middle of June. NASCAR is going to do some races, I think, in late May without fans. But other than that, I mean, from a college standpoint, um, it's it's pretty much the same, right? I, it Did is. I miss anything? No, you didn't. I think the one thing that became very clear this week, which 
we hit on two podcasts ago is there will not be college sports without students on yeah. campus. Bullsby was very clear yeah. about that. I mean, yeah. I think that's so if you're going to keep an eye on Iowa state in particular, and Iowa state's probably less of a concern than I would say, like we talked about your, you get talking some of the California schools or I don't know. I mean, you can look at some other areas of the country. We have a Republican governor. Yeah, and I, I mean, I do think that that matters. It does. Like, and politics I, is going to come into this. And ultimately, it already has. It, oh, 100%. Look at Florida. Like, yep. they're on beaches right now. Um, But in Iowa, so if you're just from my knowledge, Iowa, Iowa State, and you and I are all going to go together, right? So it's not like Iowa State's going to be like, oh, we're having classes, and Iowa's going to go, no, we're not. Yeah, because no. they're all under the border regions. Border regions. So that's going to be a region's decision. Um, But it's pretty clear that. Iowa State will need to have classes in person in session for there to be football in the fall. Iowa State, and this is public knowledge, um, right now there's two summer sessions. If you remember from your college days, the first session is now online, okay, which goes till like mid-June. So I would guess we will know from Iowa State the second summer session is usually mid-June to August 1-ish, mid-August, so... Right now, that could be in person. That's how far Iowa State's decided for now. Um, when is the hard date for the fall? I don't know. I would guess they would need to start letting students know for planning reasons, probably by July 1. Um, so I think we'll know about college football as far as fall schedule. I would guess you would know that by July 1. And there's always the possibility. It's been, it's been brought up this, this week. There is a possibility that college football could go in the spring. I think that got cemented this week as well. It's not ideal, but I think that's um, kind of a last resort thing. But okay. nothing nothing new. Yeah, no, uh, that's, that's well said, my friend. I think, um, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards, this is the problem. Like you mentioned the California deal. Like, look. I could see a very real scenario where Iowa schools are in session mm-hmm. and, you know, Cal Berkeley's not. Yeah. Or, what you know, you, yeah, what do you do there? And, like, how does college football respond to that? I do not know. You can't tell Cal to go play in Utah. No. So that, and, the, and like, even like the pros, like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, if it, the, the more progressive. And you're going to get me on a high horse here, but what you're going to, and this is, it's going to get political where you've got some that will hold out of opening up. No doubt. Um, Just to make a point. Potentially the election. No doubt. So I don't think you're being out. I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm I'm not that's very... telling one side. I'm just telling this is what's going to happen. Um, and then who do you listen to? That's what's going to be really difficult. Is you've got you're going to have a lot of competing forces. But you're already seeing you should it. Do. Oh, oh no, I know. But it's just going to get it's going to get amplified once you get to the um, deadline. These these leagues, these conferences have to have I, to make. I was thinking about this today. Could you imagine, like how like because you and I'll hopefully some of our listeners have a decent grasp of this, but like you and I have a pretty decent awareness of like the game day staff at Iowa state. Yeah. Like how big the their operational staff, staff. Right? Yep. 
could you imagine like how hard it would be for that group of people if all of a sudden we're like, um, we got to take everybody's temperature to get into Jack Trice Stadium yeah. or, I know, you know, to like they've got to do a COVID test or, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know how that would work. There's people who make a lot more than me and are a lot smarter than me who yeah. will figure all that out. Yeah. But like, I was thinking about that today. Mm-hmm. You'd have to because I was reading a thing about like how basically like the the dream would be like we all have like this COVID test in our pocket and you just or flash your phone like, yeah like or, or or whatever but basically like a glucose yeah. you know like you take yeah. your blood sugar wherever and like people don't even know that you're doing it. It's just but could I, you imagine like you know the so, late August comes and it's like okay. We're gonna let fifty five thousand people in here, but we gotta take all of your temperatures. No, I don't think that would. I don't think that would happen. Yeah, like I, you don't. I don't. I don't think they could. I don't think like it's can. not. Um, there's got to be something more sophisticated. Think, yeah. Than that. Well, I could see the temperature thing, and I could see like in China they do like the yeah, infrared thing where they're like looking at that. your forehead. My thought is, you could maybe. I think you. Hmm, I don't want to say no fans, but I still think that's probably the most likely. Um, I think delay before month. No and then fans. you maybe you maybe you invite twenty thousand people in, right? And then you get the two seats. What about the idea of you play like six games in the fall and six games in the spring? Yeah, I mean, I, Jesus. But could you imagine the boards? What the the best case scenario from here, that like no, that I, that delay? Like, what if you're two and four? <laughs> I love what you're thinking about. Jesus. How, how fiery was that? I mean, you're looking at like me. three months of like just. <laughs> that's it. That just says a lot about what you have to do with on a daily basis. Um, <laughs> I mean, but, Twitter. Yeah. God. The, oh, but I, best case scenario here is. Which and then is, you got basketball going on at the same yeah. time. Oh, Jesus. They're, they're, so back to the COVID <sighs> thing. I think the best case here is the therapeutics get good enough to treat, even if there's no vaccine, which it doesn't sound like there will be by fall for sure. Um, therapeutics get good enough that the risk is mitigated enough that you can at least function without having to do the COVID test to get into a stadium. Would you, would you, Ross and I were talking about this the other night, like, let's say it's like the end of August. Yeah. And I was basically open, but COVID still like in the country, which is going to be. Yep. Like, would you take your family to, like, Principal Park? Or would you be the type where you're just like, ah, it's not worth it? My wife and I have different different opinions here. Yeah. So do mine. Uh, I, I would go to Principal I Park. I think I would. And listen, like, I, I'm, I'm a big, hey, if I can, it's just so hard. Because you, you don't want to impact everybody else, though, right? And I Correct. think that's the, the tough that's, part here. No, this but like... like a, Hey, it's my freedom and all this stuff, but at the no, end but of the like, day, like you got to live. I mean, I, to I, keep I, in mind, I, we're talking about in August, not yeah, right now. I know, like I know, right now, I, we're not doing that. No, like we're. But that's that's but, the conversation you get into. It's like, well, what, what's more important, my my liberty, my freedom, or your health? But my point would be, if they're if if they're having games, yeah, like it's been yeah. deemed by our government, sure, that we can go, sure. So like, you're not really. It's more of a personal risk type deal. I would go. Yeah. 
That's where go. Ross and I both landed too. But then, like, I know some people who I really love and respect who are absolutely not. It's oh. not worth it. Like Which we're, is, yeah, like it, it's it's interesting. And that's where I look at like the the games next year, even yeah. if they have them. Like, will will there be the same crowd? I tend to think with Iowa State, a lot of rural people coming to these games. Um, but, but largely, I mean, it's not a young crowd. There are young people yeah. in the crowd. Yeah. I mean, I think you're going to have to think twice about that. If you're plus That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, will you have the 50,000 streak? You know, like, is that a thing? It probably is. I think you you have to look at that. And I I don't think, I think it's notable, but I don't think it's the end of the world. It's it's probably not even important compared to, I used this phrase the other day, you're staring down the barrel of hell. Yeah. Like, with no games and no crowd. Right. 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 Like, what the hell is everybody going to do? So... That can't happen. You, no, I mean, college football will exist without fans um, willingly if they need to, I think. I know Feinbaum went on a rant this week that, oh, you can't have college football without the fans. It's like, well, if you need to make it work, I think you find a way. And I hope that doesn't get to that point, but I think they'll make, they'll, they'll if school's in session... So here's I, th- I think if school's in session, you will be allowed to have fans, but maybe n- you probably won't get 60,000. Okay. So I just, it, but again, and we talked, I, th- I think we, we made this really good point. You have made it several times. We're not looking at this from what it will be in August. We're looking at it right now, what it is on April. Yeah, it's. 18th. Yeah. And I think that's the problem with trying to forecast. Size House of Trivia was supposed to be tonight. Right. Like, we're not we're not talking Big Twelve right. Media Days. We're talking Size House of Trivia. But some progress sounds like was made this week. I'm a positive guy. I'm a glass half full guy in the therapeutic realm. The uh, markets liked it. Um, we'll see if the they markets can. are out of control. <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's not this podcast. The markets. I've been selling. You're not. You're not. You're not believing. There is no way that this momentum is real. Okay. They're like we're at like twenty percent unemployment. Yeah. I, like what what happens when like these companies start reporting earnings and they're like, oh yeah, we're off forty four percent. As the uh, <laughs> the people I watch on CNBC say, it's well, it's already baked in, Chris. I don't. All I know is um, I was actually um, reading the other day, just like on Friday, I think that the market like price to earnings. On the S and P five hundred, it's like as overbought as it has been in like decades, because like people are just they're hungry. Well, they're just assuming. Now we have a we have a very business first president, which does help the stock market. But like, man, I don't. I don't That's know the how the markets. I mean, there's so going. many Jeez. there's so many layers to this thing, and the market's been fascinating to me. And and oh, I don't know how why it's why it's that. It's actually been my sports viewing. The market is starting to figure out that. Well, yeah, and but can I make the point too? And there's lots of smart. I just complimented. I just complimented the president on being business first, right? Now I'm going to compliment the other side. Like, hasn't this been what the Burns been saying for years? Like that the stock market's just like all the middle class to hire people, and it doesn't really impact the people who don't have jobs. Like you could say that, but you know then, what I mean. But then, but, but then, then I know exactly where you're going because the people who are in the market are the ones hiring the people who don't have jobs. Thank like you I, for answering my no, yeah, I get it. Okay. Like I, I understand that. Yeah. But like my point is, like the market can 
keep oh, going higher right maybe now. Maybe not indicative of yeah, the, because the people the who are world. putting the money into oh, the market I, are employed. <laughs> correct. Correct. You know, it's not not the best indicator. Yeah, yeah. it's not the be all end all. Yeah. It's not a terrible. It's just one. A fun to watch uh, when you're bored. That's fun for if if you're our age. <laughs> Good point. The six year olds <laughs> out there probably there. don't fun, think fun's not the right word. It, yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Um, okay, we, we put it out uh, for some questions. Yeah. And a lot of people, and I knew that we would get this. I, I'm just like, I'm not going to get into the individual like transfer basketball thing right now. Uh, keep an eye on the website for uh, on Monday. I will have some information, and especially for our insider audience, our Patreon members, and the premium members. I will have that's part of what you signed up for. So you'll have either a blog or a video uh, with some of the information on that before noon on Monday. It has not been a great spring so far. We'll put it that way. Yeah. I would I would put it this way for in defense of Steve Prome. It's not in defense. I just, to back off on the panic just a smidge, June's going to be really interesting yeah. with the, the transfer rule. The transfers are done. Yeah. yeah, I think that there's going to be a whole other wave of transfers coming who Iowa State will be in on. So, um yeah, it's not great right now. I'm not going to put lipstick on a pig, sure. but I think there'll be more guys out there here in, before too long. It, and you've 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 been on this the whole time. I mean, there have been reasons for each of these guys that Iowa State was in finalist for and were not successful. Yeah, and it's disappointing. Let me a quick thing on basketball. I think the incoming freshman class. We haven't spent enough time on them. Everybody knows about Xavier Foster. I was spending some time this week looking at those other three that we really don't know a lot about because everyone knows about Foster. Okay, you know him, Oskaloosa, seven-footer, likes to shoot. Probably needs a little more time to develop. Um, I watched the tape, although it was just highlights, but the uh, Dubar kid, I like he's, him he's a lot. He's a really good player. And he's not, he doesn't have the ratings as some of the, some of the other ones, but... He really pops. So he was like, give me an Iowa State comparison. Think Shayok, right? I mean, big guard, physical, can shoot it. I think he comes in and helps, right? So I think all four of them do. They're going to have to. The Walker kid who's the point guard, combo guard out of uh, Georgia, maybe has a little more work to do than the others. Well, Black- he, he's got hurt too. Yeah. So like, we'll keep an eye keep, on that. Yeah. Um, Blackwell's another big physical kid. And I like Foster. Blackwell. So, my point is, you're not. They're all probably better than Prentice Nixon. 
Yes. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, right. But no, I think, they, yeah. So you're not starting... And, and if you would, if you'd get, it sounded really nasty. No, I didn't mean it that way, but I, but you know I what I mean. Like we not, watch the games. You're not going from last year. No, we just lost all these guys, and so we've only got these guys. These four freshmen have potential here to be good. I mean, you've you've talked about it before. It's the highest rated. It like just watching tape, and I I know I'm not I'm not Fred Hoiberg. I'm not trying to pretend I am. Yeah, this is my favorite class. I think they've got guys here and I they all could they all will play in my opinion I think some will be more productive than others um but it's not like you've got nobody here and then you've got a Rashir Bolton Trey Jackson showed you something George Conant's still around of uh, Solomon Young so the whole like oh I say it's not gonna win 10 games this year stop that okay if they could get if they can get Either somebody this spring, that's why I was hoping they would get one of these players. They haven't yet. Or maybe it's June. But I don't – give me one or two extra guys, and I think this roster's okay. Now, is it enough to compete for a Big 12? No. But I still think it's enough to be better and potentially get you at least in the postseason conversation. Okay. Um, and That's I, good. It's good to get some – No, but uh, I just – like you're discounting this whole freshman class as if they don't exist because last year's freshman class ended up being not very good. I think you got you can't write off what has happened in recruiting because the spring's gone poorly. Valid. That I mean it statistically is the best I, class in I like the Dubar kid. Like I think this I think he's got You're big Dubar guy. I, I, I am right now. I I, I I like all those guys a lot. I really liked um the point guard too. I wish he wouldn't have gotten hurt. So hopefully he can get but back and be, all, be they, ready to go. There, there was a strategy here, and they're all you know six three to six. They're all versatile. Seven and Fosters. Yeah. I mean, you can do some stuff with these guys. Um, so anyway, you I like just, that I Long Branch be, whiskey, don't you? Oh, I just just get a little refill. No, don't blame Saturday me. Saturday night. Uh, so th- there you go. I'm gonna have another one too. Hold on. <laughs> think that sound effect does that you, did that make it through it. the mic? You think? Um, this is what happens, man. Moses Yard. I don't have to do the chemicals because my friends at A Plus Lawn and Landscape, the sponsors of the podcast, do that for me. Then I just go out there and chop it off the top. Um, I love it. So that there you go. That handles the. I I just I don't want to talk about the tra- transfers because I. It's it's frustrating. I'm frustrated too. Yeah. But, like, I, I also think that there's a lot more to come. Like, believe it or not, I think it's pretty early in this process. If if the It doesn't of, look good right now. No. I'm not saying it does, but, like, I think that there'll be a lot more of these guys to come. If the NCAA allows this transfer rule to relax a little bit, I think you'll see even more yeah. jumping. Um, but, yeah, I mean, not a, it's definitely not a good spot at no. the moment. No. That's, that's not uh, – that's absolutely correct. All right. Um let me pull this thing up. I, man, I got a lot of. Um, hold on, uh, Mike Mike Porth from Iowa Pork. Good old Mike. He's uh he's tweeting at me. He liked the uh, pictures of the burn ins and the ribs that I posted on Facebook tonight. Swarmy. Or not Facebook on on the Twitter. Um, man, I I just have a ton of Twitter notifications. I'm sorry. That sounds like very condescending. All right. Um, Monty wants to know, main man Monty, I love him. Uh, if COVID flares up this fall, so I guess that would be like a yep, return. Like the second wave. Would they play men's and women's basketball in empty venues? Well, wouldn't that Brent just come down to if they're on campus and 
whatever the regulations are, right? Yeah. I mean, I... Jeez. It's yes, if, right? I mean, that's where we're at right now. It's like they would. There's a better chance if you have two scenarios, what will happen first, the NBA or college basketball, it's the NBA because the NBA can decide on its own. College yeah. basketball is largely dependent on what happens with these larger campuses. If if we're going to play in empty arenas, can we just play in state gym? Oh, can you get TV? Think about that. Cameras in like there? Bill Self, that's Scott Drew coaching I, in state gym. Honestly, if you're going to Gary be, Thompson I, on the call, yeah, bring bring Gary back. You for for the purposes of TV, you should really go to smaller gyms. Yeah, you're gyms. damn right. Yeah. Did you ever go to when? Do you remember when Hilton flooded? Yes. So I lived in Ames during that that time, and I went and watched Iowa State volleyball at Ames High. I didn't know they did that. Phenomenal experience. It's, all these, even before this happened, and it's going to be a trend that's going to continue. All these, uh, any of the renovations, a lot of them have been downsizing. Like yeah. Texas's arena is going down like nine thousand. TCU's basketball arena is awesome. It's really small, but it's it's small. It's great. It's yeah, it's, it's great. a great atmosphere it is. in there. It is. But I'm saying Iowa State's unique in that it is it has increased seats, especially football wise. But a lot of these places are actually downsizing. Where's the worst place? As far as empty arena, you ever called an Iowa State game? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you mine off because I'm thinking about it. it. Was Tuscaloosa this year? Alabama's bad. I mean, there were. I there were maybe 50 fans there. Yeah, I did a Texas Iowa State women's game, which you've done one down there. Yeah, those are bad. It's they're not great there, and they're decent teams. Like yeah. they're not. Uh, yeah, I just didn't go. That. Hmm. That's probably it. West Virginia, it's giant, gigantic. Yeah. yeah, I did a West Virginia. West Virginia is not really great. Small because that's such a big arena. It's a big arena too. Man, I, that game, that Alabama game this year. There's nobody there. <laughs> well, I felt you know, and I yell a lot <laughs> when I'm doing these games because I'm such a fanboy. Like, what is that guy talking about? And like the like premium like seat, Bama <laughs> boosters were right next to me. So they get the add-on. Everything for, I yeah. said, they're like looking right over at me. They get the add-on for the saving package. Darth Vader, how much have you guys spent on alcohol oh, man. since physical distancing started? Well, I'm at least I'm north of two hundred and fifty dollars. Are you? Yeah. I bought I bought that bullet. I bought this long branch. I've probably bought two cases of bush light. Yeah. I've bought you um, bought some reclaim rails. I I've probably spent Seventy-five bucks at Reclaim Rails. Like Barn Town, I remember that. Barn Town, I bought yeah. some from Barn Town. I've been, tr- you know, and in my defense, I haven't drank at all. Sure. Like I'm trying to support these local guys who have. Su- Barn Town's a great sponsor of ours. I'm trying yep. to yep. do that. Like so, I've been doing a lot of that. I swung by Confluence and bought a six pack once. A lot of this stuff, I'm just keeping though. I I don't. You know, it's weird about me. I don't drink that much beer anymore. Yeah, I I I've been I really don't. On a DiMaggio like streak of bourbon, I've really? twenty five nights in a row. I'm not wow. proud of it, but I am proud of it. Man, that's like even... every no, it's every night. Like so, kids go to bed at you know the you know Jeez. the drill. Kids get well, your yours is a little older, so maybe not between kids and a wife. <laughs> <laughs> so kids go to bed at eight thirty ish if we're lucky. Sometimes nine. I'll get my bourbon. Um, Does it just put you right to sleep? And then I watch a show. Like I get an hour. Like, what do I want to watch? I watch something I for an hour. You, 
uh, have my bourbon, and go to bed. And then you start the whole thing. It's Groundhog Day. I've probably it's spent. Been, it's been able to keep my sanity. I've probably spent two fifty in the last month. I've prob- I'm. I've bought two on my own, so I, I drink it. My wife doesn't drink bourbon. Um, two fifty dollar bottles. What are you drinking every night? If you're doing this twenty five nights in a row, like I'm curious. I've so I've gotten. I'm. Do you I'm. Just uh, mix it up or nope. So I've been a very routine person. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so I've gotten uh of which I this long branch I've taken a liking to. I really like good. the bullet, but I, the last couple of purchases I've had the Cedar Ridge. Oh, okay. Which has done the job. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's it's reasonably priced. I don't think you can beat for the price bullet or Buffalo Trace. I might go. I might try those or, or Pendleton. One. Yeah, I've talked about that. Um, that's a Kentucky or that's a Canadian, but I just like. I'm on my I'm on my little streak here, and I'm gonna keep it keep it alive. But I bought two bottles that I have almost finished, and then I've some. I don't do bush light like you, but some beer as well. I'm probably at a hundred. You know, I can't lie. Hundred twenty five. I bought one other thing too. I bought a sixer of uh, raspberry claws. <laughs> you know what I found? Seriously? No, I really did. When we were <laughs> when I was down in Vegas. In March. Oh, man. So my, my buddy Corey and I, uh, he's another one of TJ's friends who I've become friends with over the years. So we get there that Wednesday night. Games are on Thursday. And you know how that goes. You just show up in Vegas and yeah, it's, it's on. Just, it's, yep. That's, gr- that's a it's great a, feeling. Yeah. I mean, I had two beers before I left yep. the airport. Oh, man. Yeah. Before, like, some UNLV grad assistant comes and picks me up. <laughs> Celebrity. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> I, by by the, so they lost. Why would you like to be the grad assistant? Hey, I yeah, gotta go get. That uh, GA can't I, make it you up. You gotta go get Williams. Who? No, that guy, he knew who I was. Uh, of course. No, that GA, you can't make it up. Was a former manager on Fran McCaffrey staff for two years. College basketball is a small world. It is. It's a very incestual yeah, world. It is. That's funny. so. This this kid actually did know who I was because he let's just say stories. The McCaffrey family not a fan. They don't like me. Well, consider that an honor. They really, I don't think, like Ross, but. Anyway, the whole, you know, remember when he cussed yeah. out that ref in the bowels of the Ohio State How thing? How did you forget? And then he threw my boy, Gary Dolphin, under the bus yeah. and tried to get him fired, that yes. whole thing? Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. I was so sick of, I couldn't drink any more Jack Daniels. So they lost. Yeah. And then we go out that night so after stayed. they lost. Yeah. I mean, I had gone like 36 hours pretty much. Jack. Jack Daniels and Did Bush they Light. They at the arena? Yeah. Okay. So you didn't stop. Right. And I was so, I needed my palate cleansed, but I wanted to drink. So I was like, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get some claws just to have I've, a couple. I've never had one. To cleanse the palate. I've never had one. They're very refreshing. Okay. You'd want like one. You don't want to do. What do you have? A, you you prefer the I just, certain. I like raspberry. It's my favorite flavor. Okay. I think you can go a lot of different ways. Hey, Corona makes a good seltzer. I, there's people listening to this podcast who are not in along with you. Well, there's they, actually more alcohol in one of these seltzers than a beer. Okay. 
And as we all know, there ain't no laws when there's claws. Giddy up. So I have I haven't had any of them yet. You've but got, I but I have say, them on standby. I have them on standby in case, like you know, hot day, mow yeah, the yard. It's coming next week. You know, you got to cleanse the palate. Cheers, uh, to that, my friend. Your twin brothers chimed in. Yeah. So what's up with this? So I kind of have a background here. So I, I need, have a twin I brother. Need, People don't know this. He's a hawk. He's a hawk, which is awesome. So my twin brother went to Iowa. He's he's the evil bloom. Um, and he got banned from the Cyclone Fanatic forums 10 years ago. Okay. Oh, I was pre my... Well, so well, well the, 10 years? No, I was, I was so there. Maybe we can do something about this. I got there in the summer of 09. So you were in charge, but maybe you weren't moderating the forums mm. at a at a hard level. So it was a uh, it was clearly a um I mean, it would have been like the Queen of England, like you have the title, but you're not really calling right. the shots. So that type of deal. My twin brother Ozzy is a big Survivor fan. It has been for I mean, still? Still he's like still watches it. But back in ten, Oz has a way to to know <laughs> I'm not it's hundred percent. He finds, I love where this is going. He finds the spoilers of all this <laughs> Survivor, Big Brother, probably the challenge. Like, he knows what's uh, going to happen in all these. The challenge he, is the best show on TV. His internet ability is really off the charts good. Do you watch the challenge? I've, I, not regularly. Best show on TV. But Oz loves specifically Survivor and the Big Brother. And so back in, like, 2010, he, po- he posted to be a smartass, the spoilers to Survivor. <laughs> and one of the mods got so pissed that he banned him. So, so my twin brother Oz is banned from Cyclone Fanatic, and he wants a Does he, he wants a pardon <laughs> that he tweeted at you to try to get this done on this podcast. Can you make it happen? Well, so here's my question to Oz: I'd love to bring him back into the community. I think he'd be he'd be a possible. You know, I feel like a lifetime ban for that might be. It's a lifetime ban for I, the survivor. I feel like that might be a little harsh. However, like if if I bring him back, is he? <laughs> you gonna get the spoilers back yeah, out? I, I like, is that. he going to behave? I can't guarantee be, the spoilers. Because if he's gonna go and start throwing like challenge spoilers now, like I'll be pissed. And then I think you gotta let her ride a little bit and see what happens. All right, I don't I'll, know what his username is, but we can get that done, right? I'll give for him the, my twin brother. I, I'll give him the pardon. Okay, I know him well enough. I I think he's a quality guy. Yeah, he's hey, he's dealing with this quarantine too. So if he could get on the forums, I mean, he'd probably give us some clicks. Well, he'd he'd provide some commentary on the survivor that's happening right now, at the very least. <laughs> Jesus, that's a hundred percent true story. So I'm not going to battle for you, uh, Jeff. Two Jam on Twitter says, "Hey, uh, no question here, but I bought some Barntown beer. The wife and I are drinking it while watching a movie. That's great. That's a nice. good Cyclone Fanatic yeah. uh, sponsor, Barntown. Yeah. They really do. It's from I, my old stomping grounds in Waukee. Appreciate that. I I think Barntown beer, beer is. I think they're the best brewery in Des Moines. Yeah, I I would. Um, I think a lot of people would go Confluence. Right, I, you got I, a little I, head start on. Them. I'm not a big Exile beer fan." Like I just, yeah. they, the Hannah's okay for me. I agree with that. I, I don't really like the Ruthie. I agree with that. Uh, I uh, like some. Five One Five's got some good stuff. I love Five One Five. They're just, you can't buy their stuff mm-hmm. in like stores and stuff. Reclaimed. Reclaimed is good, but they're coming up. They're, they're more of an up and comer. Yep. No, I, Barntown traditionally, like 
one through how many they have, all usually really good. I really love Reclaim just because I drink it all the time. Right, where it's close. Because it's here. Yeah. But I think Barntown, like, it's, it's it, every time quality. you go in there, it's there's good. something, like, different. I agree like, with that. Um, Josh Betts, great guy. Love Josh, yeah. He wanted to know, um, we kind of talked about this yep. already, but he says, um, you're, you're the Patreon deal. Was it a bigger response than you expected? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I wouldn't say it was bigger, but it was more overwhelmingly positive. Makes sense. I mean, it was big, and I'm very happy with it, and I'm very grateful and gracious for it. But I, I was more worried, like, I thought we would get some really good support because you pointed out last week, it's like we've done this for free as long right. as we could. Right. Like, we don't need to go over that. Yep. I was expecting some, like, negative stuff, too. Yeah, like, how dare you? We really didn't get any no, of that. I didn't see any of that. But I, I think we did it in a smart way where we're, we're not really taking anything away from anybody. The free peop- the free stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope that, that – I mean, do you have anything else to add to that? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of expected for me because I realize the hard work you put in and <clears throat> the rest of the staff has put in – Um. And it was nice to see people respond that way. Yeah, it, it made it made me feel really good, and it. I haven't slept as well as I did that night in weeks. Good, because I know you were concerned. We talked. I, I I'm not kidding, dude. Like that morning before I launched everything, I was throwing up. I was so nervous. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and, and I it just, just goes when, if you are invested in something and you care so much, that's. Yeah. That's why. So I really appreciated everybody. Just even the night, even if you didn't like contribute, just the kind like words like mean a lot. Absolutely. Keep that in mind too, to anybody else you're talking to who might be going through a hard time, just positive vibes going their way. Well, even this sounds silly, but even a simple, Hey, how are you doing? Helps. Especially for people that don't, you don't, maybe you don't even think about, I got one from somebody that I haven't talked to in probably three years the other day. I was like, Hey, I appreciate that. You know, just nice to reach out. Yeah. I had a good deal. A good friend. Uh, we do a lot of business with him. Um, John Liebel, he's got a marketing yep. agency here yep. in town. He just randomly called me the other day and was like, Hey, I just wanted to check on you. Like it was just nice things. It's been fun for my line of work. So I obviously, <clears throat> I do fundraising for Iowa state and just to check in on people I've had, visits with across the country just to learn how they're dealing with yeah. with their company. It's or fascinating. Just, um, but people just like to talk to another human because it's, it's hard right now because you don't get a chance to do that. So encourage that even if, if it's a family member, friend, colleague, whatever. Michael uh, wants to know, thoughts on Big 12 football this fall with a lack of spring practices and even summer workouts as a team. Which Big 12 team does it hurt the most, least, and how does this impact it? I have a theory, and I, I've bounced this off a couple of people I know in the business, and they seem to agree with me. The one person who didn't, um, I heard him on Murph and Andy, was Kirk Ferentz. Um, I think that this favors teams like Iowa and Iowa State. Agreed. Where you've got Continuity a there. real culture. Yep. I think Iowa State with a veteran quarterback who's a great leader. It really helps. Which, did you know he was stuck in Florida for no, a while? No, I, I didn't know, know that until Channel 13. All right. so what? Um, 
I think that like culture and all those buzzwords really come into play right now. Like think about if you're Michigan State, like and you got your coach that late. Yeah. Campbell told me on that podcast that I did with him. If you guys haven't listened to that, I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to it. Um, that, you know, having the new strength coach do the winter workouts like they already did was huge. So we'll see. I, you know, Michael, say. I would, I would, I guess my ultimate answer would be though, everybody's in the same boat. So it's probably going to affect most the same way, but anything else, I mean, we can bloviate about. I, well, I will say what, which has come to fruition is the recruiting for Iowa state has stayed the course. And they just signed another kid today, or not signed, but verbaled mm-hmm. another kid today. So I think that structure within your staff of handling that type of thing, usually usually your staff with continuity, it's not just your position coaches, but it's throughout your entire football organization, has a head start over the new ones. Can and I make I, a point that I think Iowa State's at a great advantage right now recruiting? That's, what, that's where I'm going. Because like, the youth on the staff? Right. The youth, they can... Good point where you can like, engage. Like Iowa State's like recruiting, co- like coordinators and stuff are all like 30. Right. They're, they're, well, they're zooming like in their Z- sleep. Saban had to get an email address for the first time. Now Alabama's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm just that like, good point. Yeah. But Iowa State's kept what they signed their ninth kid today or not. Yeah, they're signed, rolling. They're doing okay. Um, I had a good one here from Jennifer. Yeah, give us give us what you got. Jen- who's Jennifer, Jennifer on Twitter. Oh, okay. You met, you must have missed it. You, Just, get, you get a lot of tweets, man. Um, most frequent food choice over the past thirty days of what she called the quarantine, quote unquote, corn team. For for me, it's eggs. Eggs. Okay. I eat eggs. I mean, I'm going through. Are they still readily available for you? Yeah, I haven't had a single problem finding no eggs. No egg problem. No, been eating a lot of eggs and uh, smoked meats. Okay. That would, that would be it for me. I'm actually eating way healthier, I have, but I'm drinking more, so it kind of... Yeah. I have found that working from home, I'm not going out to eat. I can see how the economy thing. is tanking, though. Like, I'm spending significantly less money. Same. Like, insane like, yep, amounts like less money. Yeah, like you track money. that stuff. I uh, agreed. I've actually had to use the groceries for lunch, too. I, I was a... You know this for me. I was a cereal out-to-eat guy. Oh. <laughs> Especially for lunch, um, but now at home, I mean. So we're doing. We, we've got. And there's another question about how do you entertain? Let me find this other. Your room hand to hand in Shenandoah. Yeah, we don't even get into it. Was disgusting. <laughs> it's like Here's McDonald's the, sacks for I mean, like four uh, months. That's why ago. I left. That's why I left Shenandoah. There's only four fast food restaurants. I couldn't. They they like Bloom would pull up to Dairy Queen and they hey Brent, <laughs> they, you want a number four again? Yeah. Okay, there's a good question. As parents of youngins, what are your top two go-tos for keeping them entertained? Well. So we're a little bit different, but similar. So you've got a five-year-old and a... If the weather's nice, we throw Cammie out in the backyard. And she just goes. Throw her out in the backyard with Dirks. And she'll just run around and like with like bubbles and stuff. And it's not that hard. And that question, hold on, was from uh, Brett. But if it's inside, which I'm assuming this is more, yeah. What do you do? So we're 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 in the struggle bus at the moment. Well, um, you know, Elise is eight months now, and Cameron's five. So one thing I can do is put Elise in Cameron's room, 
Okay. In like one of those like chairs, those stationary yeah. chairs. Yeah. And Elise just watches Cameron and it seems to really, and Cameron How thinks, long can you get? A uh, half hour tops. Wow. That's, but that's pretty great. good. That's great. The one thing with Cameron, other than just like, okay, making her watch a movie, which we shouldn't do a lot. Hey man, I, there's no rules the, with the screen time in that right now. My thing is just, I mean, get as many coloring books and stuff as possible. Like every time I have to go to like Walgreens or something, I'm You're grabbing like two more. Like, cause my kid, you know, I'm, I'm lucky, but it kills me in this time. She doesn't like to like sit and watch TV. My kid doesn't enjoy it. Mm. She doesn't want to watch a movie. Mm. She wants to be outside, like chasing the dog. She wants to. So like, she doesn't like doing that. So I have to keep her occupied, like in other ways. So like, I like, we did like watercolor paint and I have that little, she'll paint for an hour. Now she makes a mess of everything, but like it's, it's worth it. If you get a little piece, you know? Yeah. What are you guys? You're in a, you're in a, we're both in brutal spots with kids (laughs) as young as they are and locked inside the house and they can't leave. But your spot is worse than mine. Well, Daniel, Daniel Tiger Oh, yeah. So is raising my two year old right now, which is fine. Hey, man, Land he does a good make job. Believe <laughs> people know that. Um, and then the four month old, right along. Okay, now you're just haunting my thoughts. Um, but I bet I've watched more of My Little but, Pony than you. Well, you have, but but Daniel, he will. My two year old will watch that thing for like an hour and a half, hour and a half straight. Um, usually, and I, you know what? I know screen time not encouraged. Yeah, all but, rules are off. Know, we're in the middle of it's, a worldwide pandemic. Right. It's Back just, off. And it'll be helpful once it warms up a little bit. Do you ever wonder, I was wondering this, the girls were watching Daniel Tiger the other day. Like, how how did this, how did the tiger get in, like, the classroom with, like, the humans? <laughs> There's a lot of imagination involved. You know what I mean, though? Like, isn't that dangerous? I think Daniel is basically a... He's a very domesticated tiger. He's a tiger. human tiger, yeah. Because but I was watching got, this one, got, yeah, they got the, the wizard platypus, kid or yeah, whatever. The, wizard, the, 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 yeah, the it, Prince Wednesday. It's it's yeah, really Prince up. Wednesday. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. And he's like, Prince Wednesday was pissed because Daniel hey man, watched them all. Daniel didn't like his toy yep. or something, and it's like, yep. Well, wait a minute. He's a tiger. How in the hell did the tiger get into the class with the humans? Hey man, we spent the extra five dollars on Amazon to get the premium package just to watch all the seasons of Daniel Tiger. Yeah. Because we were desperate. You know what I did it's the other night? Though. And I'm not it proud of this. You know what I did to get an hour and a half of peace and quiet? I got the baby to bed. Ashley was at work. I spent $20 to buy the freaking new Trolls Trolls 2? But it was worth it for an hour and a half. <laughs> I spent $20 De- on that. Desperate times and then it, for desperate measures. And then it like dissolved like 48 hours later. Like I didn't even get to keep it. We, I mean, YouTube... I'm, I'm, hey, if I can keep the two-year-old quiet for 30 minutes, it's a win. And so the four-year-old. Been, the eight-month-old's been teething. Yeah, and our former is going through a thing right now where he just is not happy. And so, man, respect to the daycare providers and the, I, I don't know how they do it. Oh, guess what? So our daycare provider basically said, like, I'm not doing this during COVID because we have it in home. Right. And there's not a lot of daycare providers still going. So we're not. Yeah. But we, so she had given us her like end of date anyways, like she was quitting. And we had this new place that was supposed to open on June 8th, like the new center. Nope. We might have to do this all freaking summer. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. 
Yeah. More respect for those people now, though. All of them. Um, ben, Cheetos or Doritos? Oh. Doritos. This isn't even a question. Doritos, um, my all-time favorite snack. Actually, Ross and I were going to do top five favorite snacks on Friday. That Didn't get to it. it. Doritos was number one. I, hmm. I got to go Cheetos here. <laughs> I got to go Cheetos. I, got, I mean, I don't want to be Skip Bayless here to your Stephen A. Smith, but I Cheetos more more rewarding to me. I honestly don't even like Cheetos. Like, I'd rather have like a bland pretzel. Then Cheetos, they're like the Doritos and Cheetos are very similar. No, they're not. Doritos they are, are much similar. like more. Do you get like, the regular Doritos? Or you, I mean, if you want to talk about yeah. Cool Ranch, we no, got a conversation. No, cool Ranch sucks. <laughs> I get the nacho cheese. Oh, man. What else do you got? You said a bunch of people were texting you. Um, there We have a lot. There's the a problem lot. when you do this. You know, a lot of guys are being smart out. They are, and I got some sm- smart Alec. Uh, Michael wants to know any good websites that will deliver beer and alcohol. And and Michael, I looked into this, and I could not find one locally. I would like to know this answer. If somebody could help me out, I would spread the word to Michael. Because you can get, and we've taken advantage of it. We've taken advantage of both Hy-Vee and Walmart delivery. My wife has also gone to Target and Fairway. Appreciate Fairway to try and get groceries because that's a big thing. But who will deliver alcohol? In the big cities, there are services that do this. Anybody in Des Moines doing this? I would like to know. Not that it's hard to go to the grocery store, but it's one. I mean, if we have Uber Eats and we've got DoorDash. And we've like, got I know we're not Bubba. supposed to be out, but isn't it like. A little bit liberating to go to the grocery store right now. Yes, it is. I love it. As long like, as you don't get the the corona. Well, I know, but you do the social distancing and you wash your hands yeah. and you you know don't don't like cough on anybody. Let's like wash your hands, bring your hand sanitizer, wear a face mask, do all those things. It's kind of nice right. to just go to the grocery store. I want to ask you. So these are some loaded questions from my guy Brant, and you okay. can either answer them now or we save. I like Brant. I'll do. Okay, how about this? We'll do like a fire uh, because we're already at. Um, we're we're at a hour. minute. And ten, we're in an hour ten minutes okay. right now. So, you, so we'll do like a fire firestorm right now where yep. we just knock them out, and then we'll do a longer version. Yes. <clears throat> Would you rather have the Larry Ustashi two consecutive seasons with titles? Or the sustained success of the Hoiberg era. Hoiberg era. That's going to piss off Brant. He's a big Eustachy guy. Man, that's tough for me. I The highs of the Hoiberg era were so good. Who is closer and I to, just like Fred more. Okay, and who is closer to a national title? And this is where we will disagree. The 99-2000 team, which was the Michigan State loss. Yeah. Or the Niang broken foot team. Well, I think it was clearly the 99 team, right? What if Niang would, so hypothetically, Niang's healthy. Yeah. And they were rolling, man. Like they had, they had destroyed, they had destroyed Kansas. They beat Baylor while tired. And then they rolled through North Carolina Central. They rolled North Carolina. You had a bunch of guys on that team. And Connecticut, who they were right there with, you were at that game. Then you saw Bill Cosby the next day. 
personal friend at the time. Right. Jeez, I, um, I had no idea what he was up to in his Connecticut spare time. wins the national title as a seven seed. I forgot they won the title. Yes. I, I still like, I think that the easy answer is 99-2000. You're the, in the Elite Eight. That's the correct answer. Yeah, it like, the, my point is, like, okay, you match, like, the Niang team up against that one and, like, let's have a conversation. But, like, that's one the, one is three games away from a national title. Like, so much has to happen with if Niang doesn't get hurt to get to that point. So his next question, I mean, Brant was full of it tonight, and I appreciate it. Brant's a huge Eustachy guy. Brant Like, is, that's his dude. Brant, and good reason why. Yeah, yeah, but, like. I love for, Larry. Just Brant, some clarity here yeah, for our friend yeah. Brant, though, like, for the other listeners. Brant, He's a huge Eustachy guy. Brant was part of the Save Eustachy crowd that rallied on campus. Eustachy, uh, or Brant and I, not Eustachy and I, Brant and I got into a heated Eustachy conversation at the uh, Green Lady Lounge in Kansas City one time. Oh, Good time. Brant's the man. So he asked, what would happen if the 99-2000 team played the Niang Broken Foot team? That's the oh. summer series. With with non-broken foot? Yeah. This is an easy answer to me. You, you're you better. You knew that 99 team better Nobody than Nobody guards Marcus Pfizer is the answer at that point. Sorry. Sorry, George. Sorry, Dustin Hogue. Sorry, whoever else you want to throw at Marcus Pfizer. Nobody stops Marcus Pfizer. And Jamal Tinsley still has enough success over, around DeAndre Kane. The caveat DeAndre being, Kane, though, man. If, what a dog. If that Fred team makes like 15 threes, then okay, yeah. we have a conversation. I, but. I'm with you. I think that was the best. I think that was the best team. It still is the best team. Uh, Brand has a couple ones. We're not going to get into them right now. What happens if Fred stayed? And if, if similarly... I'd like to do that if, like long-term because I don't think a lot of the fans no, would probably... I, I would be curious about that. Maybe that's another conversation. And similarly, if Paul Rhodes stays, does he make a bowl game by now? I think it's a fun question. It's a very hypothetical question, but I think it's... I don't think Maybe so. the first year? Because that was the build-up, right? Because he had all those guys back. Man, he would have had landing at quarterback. Of, I think I they were know. out of gas. Maybe they were out of gas. He didn't have a good enough staff. He would have brought Todd Sturdy back as coordinator. Yeah, but Todd Sturdy's like a... No, I know, but he, like he's... Whatever happened to I him? I don't know what happened to Todd. I don't, I at don't one know. point... No, I swear to God. Like, at one point, he was coaching against, like, Grandview. Yeah, he was, like, in NAIA or Division Two, Three. I mean, Wally retired. Shane's at uh, Central Florida... Um, that's like a fair where point. Are Luke Luke well, well he was gone earlier he was already gone I don't I don't think he had a good enough staff and I I think I would say a similar thing with Hoiberg like I think that that thing like uh, it was shaky Matt, Matt had left yeah TJ was still there the only reason Matt left is because he knew Fred was leaving though okay like TJ was back because give give I, I I'm listen. I, f- I follow things. Fred, TJ, or not Fred, Fred and Matt and Bobby Lutz, they've gotten some guys over there. They'll be good next year in Lincoln. So that that would be a good overbet. It would be. Because they're going to get picked like 13th. Oh, in the Big right. 10. But they've got, I mean, they've got like six guys sitting out. I don't Fred, know how good they are, but they've got guys. I talked to Fred when Kobe died. 
and we talked a little bit and he told me, he's like, this is a lot. He goes, it feels like a lot like our first year at Iowa state, like where we just, we can like see where we need to be, but we just, we don't have the dudes to get there. And we're watching these guys like that. Western Kentucky kids supposedly pretty good. He's yeah. We need to so But let's, they don't have like a Royce White sitting they, out though. No. Like they don't have a Chris Allen. They don't no. have they don't even have a Corey Lucius. They've right. got guys, but they're not like dogs Fair like point. those guys were. Fair point. Chris Babb was a pro. Like think of all those pros. Right. No, I that's I Do mean, they have an Anthony Booker? Like I uh, Probably. Probably. They probably have that. But like Yeah, I know I know. But I I like it's the, a different world. I like the conversation of um what would happen if Fred would state? I think that's a that's a fair one to have. For that should be the series. first summer series because I think that's the comparison. But I think there's some factors here that we can get into. Yeah, I don't think. <sighs> let's 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 save it for the summer series. Yeah. I think it's a great topic. I think Fred. Let me ask you this. Yeah, screw it. We're in quarantine. Does your wife care what time you get home? That's she's probably asleep. Okay. My wife doesn't want to see me, so we see each other enough. We're in quarantine. <laughs> Um, where is Fred just X's and O's? Okay. That that's the only attribute we're judging on right okay. now. We're not talking about recruiting, nothing. Right. Like from the tip off to the end. Yep. X's and O's. Where does he, is he top 10 college basketball? Um, I would say he's probably top 10, 15. He was, he was when he was at Iowa state. I'd agree. Let me say this. The game has adjusted to him. To him. To what he was to doing. what he was doing. Totally agree. Top ten, I don't know. Probably still top twenty five. I mean you could quite frankly, Chris, Steve Frome was running a lot of the same stuff that Fred was running while during Iowa State success. And still was. Now what I would give Fred an advantage is he had an uncanny ability, whether that was him or was people on the staff, and Charlie Henry was a big part of it, of the out-of-bounds stuff and the timeout stuff. They were always great out of that. But yes, I would say offensively, Fred Fred's still top 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would too. I think he's better in top twenty five. I th- I would say top fifteen. I mean, it's hard to. I mean, whatever. They're all running. Yeah, it similar doesn't. Stuff it now. doesn't matter. I just, I don't think knowing enough about like the recruiting and stuff that was going on, they were in trouble because they hadn't gotten a high school kid in X amount of time and they saw the writing on the wall that the transfer world was drying up in front of them. Like, look at like Iowa State's like fighting for scraps right now. And, Against good school, like they, like yeah, a guy. Look at the, the top and yeah, he averaged what? four points a game at Rhode Island and went to Kentucky. <laughs> right, it's just a different it's world. And scholarships. like, and look at what Fred and Maddie are doing now. Yeah, like where they're getting these kids from Western Kentucky and stuff, and like that ain't Royce White and Chris Allen and Corey Lucius Crazy. and Will Clyburn. Crazy, you know, All like it is a kids. totally. Yeah. and Chris Babb was a pro. Yep, like it's a totally different DeAndre world. King. Did you read Jeff Goodman's piece about grad transfers the other day? No. Like, last year, there were only, in all of college basketball, there were two grad transfers. That went up a level? Yes. Yeah, and had had success. Yes. Two total. Two. 
in all of college basketball. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's yeah. fascinating. I, it I, is. Now, I would give Fred the benefit of doubt, and we'll get into this. We'll do that for a second. I think that'd be great. Because I think Fred was smart, but I also think Fred was smart enough to know when to get out. I think Fred, let me say this. I think Fred, nothing against Steve, but Fred with that last team, that Steve's first team. Steve still made a Sweet 16, Mike. They would have gone to the Final Four. I think that team gets a little further, definitely wins more games than that team did. Because it took them a while to get used to Steve. And they only went... They finished sixth in the conference. And frankly, Steve had to learn to like let George had the ball in Correct. his hands. And like he was sto- he was Steve was so stuck on the campaign Isaiah Cannon thing. You Monte know, Monte was really good that year. Still. He, no, he was. Like yeah, I'm not killing right. him. But no, Steve they, really hit George just the keys and say, Hey, just go do it. Go and watch. <laughs> I and I unfortunately God, I'm sick. The last three games before the or the last three games. It was from the Oklahoma game. Okay. The big back, you know, yep. on Big Monday. Oh, yeah. On. Yep. When George started having the ball just in his took hands. Over. And he, he had like awesome. 35, like 40, like, and like they didn't really do that until the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. The the Little Rock game in particular, I went to Denver, which was. Yeah, fun. I remember that. That was a good time. Um, And they just, they ran the same play like yeah. seven straight times. It's just like George figured it out, man. I and they that's didn't, what the play was. And called. I think it took Steve a while to adjust to that. Yep. Where if they had Fred, Fred it would just been the whole year. Yeah. If Fred had George as a senior, it would have been it would have been fun, like really fun. I mean, they still made the Sweet Sixteen, but it I think, was still a good year. I think that's yeah. the hang up a lot of people have. Yeah, and then that Purdue game. You know, if that goes a different yeah. way, let's yeah. say that like. Steve has three sweet 16s. Yeah. You know, or... Because that team last year, I think, was talented enough to make a sweet 16. I do, too. That... So, we don't... I mean, it is... History is history, but... No, I was thinking of that Ohio State game. They but I also, just team. to give Steve a little credit, uh, Fred doesn't... Absolutely give Fr- Steve credit. Fred doesn't recruit, in my opinion, that class from Chicago. No doubt. And he, I don't think he has this one coming in. Right. So... And Steve, like, give him credit. Like, why does it always it always devolves into a Fred versus I Steve? Hate it. We're five years in. Get I, this. Here's my favorite. Here's my favorite it. stat, and then we can kind of wrap it. No, up. No, but like, give Steve's recruiting credit though. Like, Tyrese is going to be a lottery pick. Um, yeah. Taylor goes pro. Like he he's recruited well. Shayhawk can turn himself it's into just a the, pro. The guys he's missed on, they've really missed on. Yeah. But get this, this is crazy to me. In the since Johnny Orr, the longest tenured Iowa State coaches, C Dub, are I know where you're going with this. Fred Hoiberg and Steve Prom each at five years now. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Steve's now been here longer, as long as Fred was, and longer than both Eustacey and Floyd. So Man. What a world. And he'll be the longest tenured after this year. Yeah, and, he, and he'll be here this year. He will be here this year. Yeah. So, there you go. Man, that's an hour and 20-minute long well, podcast. Fun. Quarantine podcast for you there, Bloom. That went quick. You got any other uh, hot takes we need to get to, or are we good? Man. I'm, I think I'm I'm good. I feel it's, again, nice to talk to another human being. I'm going to go and watch... 
I want to pour me another glass of bourbon. Oh, let me give hot, hot, uh, a little hot tip for everybody. Okay. If you have Apple TV, yeah. right, and they have the service, which is the Apple TV, I don't know what they call it, um, their Apple TV Plus, it's like their Disney Plus, you can get the service of Epics, a lot of HBO shows right now until like early May. And so you can watch HBO for free, basically, if you have Apple TV. You are such a... Trying to help the people. Oh, so great. we've actually, wife and I have watched like a bunch of HBO stuff in the last week. You know what I've been watching? Westerns. <laughs> I bet I've watched 10 Westerns since quarantine uh, started. Sounds about right. They're great. John, I love like the John genre. Wayne. No, like modern ones. Have like you I, watched, I don't watch uh, the old ones. I've been watching them. I've seen all the old ones. Like I've been. It's something that's alleviated me in my life you, for the last ten years, and I've been catching up. You know, a movie you really like because I know you're not a big movie guy. It's the DiCaprio one recently that just won an Academy Award. Hold on, I'm figure it Jesus, out. Jesus, not the Hollywood uh, one. Yeah. Horrible movie. You didn't like that? Um, no. It, it had westerns in it. Terrible movie. Oh, it's a great movie. Shut oh, my up. gosh. That's a great movie. Are you movie. serious? Yes. Deserve That's one the, of the worst. Deserve like, the best picture. Oh, my God, dude. I watched that because I was like, oh, this is a perfect movie for me. You didn't like that No, movie? I thought it was horrible. Oh, my. Wow. I thought it was an absolute waste Once of time. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great movie. Wow. <laughs> that just illustrates a lot. The people will agree with me. Put up a poll. Ross and I did um, like it's 30 minutes movie. on how overrated that movie is one night. Wow. Terrible Ross? movie. Yeah, Ross hated it too. I did it. Uh, Steph movie. Copley works, for, works with us. She hates it. I got to question everything I know about these people. It was a great movie. Um, I watched a movie last night that it was really good. Um, how did you hate An- that movie? Angel classic. Has Fallen. Okay, I haven't seen that one. Gerard uh, Butler. Butler. <laughs> He's the uh, CIA agent for Morgan Freeman. Really good. I'm not kidding. That's on Netflix. Phenomenal. They did all the Fallen movies, like the DC has fallen. Oh, this is a good. This is a good flick. You didn't like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, I thought it was terrible. I thought it was an absolute waste of time, and it's everything I hate about like the elitist like Hollywood critics. Wow. That was a terrible, terrible... T- I kept waiting, watching that movie. Like, That's a great okay, movie. Okay, when is like this plot twist going to happen? Like, when's something going to go down? Wow. And it, and it's so over the top at the end. Like, it's just... On it's purpose. It's a bad... Are you, uh, okay, that's a... Yeah, it's your elitist, like, Siskel and Ebert, Pinky in the Air crap. Mike Woody, like, all you guys... I'm a rotten tomato. I want to know what the people think. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn what the oh, critics think. Man, I didn't think this would revolve around. I this, honestly like wow. if if a critic tells me that they like a movie, I probably won't. Like I'll it if I, if it's a twenty eight percent from the critics, probably gonna be a pretty good movie because that means that the down home people are probably gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> that's funny, that's funny stuff. I you know I, I get it from you. I don't get it from Ross and Steph Copley. That's disappointing to me. <laughs> Steph's the one who hates it more than anybody. Why? We're I don't know. We were talking about it on Slack one day. She hates it. Like, she, she, like, really gets fired up about it. Wow. Well, I think it's a great movie. It's anyway. like when you bring up Aaron Kraft. Like, she, she gets really, like, her blood pressure rises. <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts, that one. Title Nine. Yeah, it's a great podcast. Great they stuff. do. They do really good. Uh, congrats to Elisa. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, good Malcolm. Point. 
uh, new baby Malcolm. Very well, very well said. Lisa and Arnold, they had their uh, their baby. The um, man, I've got. Will you and Crystal watch a couple of westerns if I give you some titles? They're good. Yeah, they're modern. You're not watching. Yeah, I'm in the um, couple on. You keep trying to get me to watch the uh, Costner one. Oh, dude, best show that I've like. I'm talking about like a series. Yeah. Maybe my favorite ever. Yellowstone. Okay. From Paramount. Okay. Which I, there was an apparently an Iowa State alum in that show. Indeed. Maddie Van Winkle, former Cyclone Fanatic intern. Now with the interviewed alumni him with the Alumni Association. And Maddie hooked me up. I believe he will be appearing on the Chris Williams podcast coming up maybe next week. Synergy. I love it. He's the, the he's one of the Wranglers in the show. He actually has a critical role come season two. Yeah, it's an Iowa State alum from that show. He's really interesting. I look forward to the interview. Um, and then a couple, Badland. The okay. ba- Badland is a good one. Okay. Uh, the Outsider, I watched this week, which is fantastic. Country music star Trace Adkins is in it. It was really good. Okay. Um, if you're wanting like a thinker, uh, it's called The Duel with Woody Harrelson. <laughs> a, th- a thinker and uh, Woody together, and then um, yeah, I've, I've been I've been stuck like, on this. I like it. Secret of Stillwater or Skinwalker Ranch. I've been watching that a lot, uh, and I've been reading a lot, man. That's like all I've been doing. I wish I had time to read. I'm more busy now that I read early in the mornings, though, before okay. you're up. That's probably true because I don't sleep. I have insomnia. I sleep like four or five hours a day. More bourbon will help. Well, I, sl- I I read at like 5 a.m. That's what I'm doing my reading. Coffee. Coffee and reading. There you go. All right. Uh, thanks, Bloom. That was fun. Yeah, this so was Let's fun. do it next week. <laughs> what else Might are we going to be doing? <laughs> uh, that's an hour and 30 minutes of quality entertainment. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Stay well. Yeah. Be, be safe. We love you guys. Thanks to our sponsors, um, all of our Patreons and premium members. You guys are the best. Have a great uh, rest of your weekend. If you're listening on Sunday, great start to your work week if you are listening Monday morning. Later.